Thank you for joining us once again for Kingdom Rock Radio. Now here's a sample of today's broadcast. I am not content on just sitting and looking. That's not a part of my nature. It's not. I'm allergic to that. I'm allergic to it. I have to see something moving. I have to see something growing. We have to build. There's too much to be done. Remember, if you would like to hear more about our ministry, just log on to KingdomRock.org. That's KingdomRock.org. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the rich word of God. So people have different reasons for coming, but I come to seek the glory of the Lord. I come to hear his voice, to hear his word, and to receive an impartation from his presence. Amen? So people come for different reasons. Uh, but when the Lord gives us a vision, when he gives the local church, now we're talking about the local church, not only ours here, because I speak not only to you here, but of course to our worldwide audience. Uh, when you come to a local church, God, let the Lord join you to that facility, join you to the, um, that group, that assembly, so that you may pull the vision forth. Now, the pastor, of course, is at the beginning of the, of the rope, and he is pulling. Okay, I am pulling. In some places, it is, she, is, it is a, a she. But the pastor is pulling. And they've got this rope, and we are pulling, 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 pulling that vision. Now, if the vision is of the Lord... Uh, then you won't be able to do it by yourself. Every God-ordained vision will require and include other people other than you. If you can do it by yourself, chances are it's not from God because God always includes others. So I want you to see just for a moment, just use your imagination, see a, a large rope going down the church. It's a large rope. And if we all can get on that rope and pull with, with our strength, pull with our might, will be able to bring the vision of God to pass. Can we understand that? Amen. See that big old rope and we're going to pull, we're going to pull it together. And we're going to do that uh, together. We're stronger together than we are apart. Now let me give you some scripture. Second Chronicles 7, 14, for those of you that are taking notes. Second Chronicles 7, verse 14 and 15. Read like this. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves... Now, notice how the Lord says, if my people, not individuals, if the people, the collective body together, uh, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. Now, we talked last time that fasting uh, has to do with humbling. You think about fasting, you think about also humbling, to humble yourself. You, we can humble ourselves through fasting. So in effect here, Lord said, if my people were simply were to get together and if we would all call on his name, call upon the name of Jesus, if we humble ourselves through fasting and pray, remember fasting and prayer, the Lord says that uh, there are certain types of demonic powers that won't go out except through fasting and prayer. Okay. If we would all come together as a people, here's the promise of God. If we would all come together as a people, call upon the name of the Lord Jesus, humble ourselves and pray, that is pray and fast and seek his face. The Lord says, seek my face and turn from your, turn from their wicked ways. Then, say then, then, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Isn't that wonderful? The power when we can come together. Let's pull together. Let's pull together. All right. And in verse 15, the Lord says, Now mine eyes shall be open 
and mine ears attend, attend uh, unto the prayers uh, that is made in this place. God said, then I'll hear your prayers in that place. Matthew 18, some of you know this very well. Matthew 18, you can take that verse down as well. Matthew 18, verses 19 and 20 says this. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree, see, that's coming together, right? If two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my father, which is in heaven. If we can come together and agree, agree on what? Agree on what we're praying about. If we have, a, we have a, a common goal, a common vision, a common purpose, can we agree on the direction? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So he says, if, if two of you, just two, we can start with two, but here we have a congregation. If, the two, if two of you, now this also works at home with the husband and the wife. We can join together with prayer partners. We can join together. Um, if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask. I love that touching. We'll stop that just for a second. Touching. Now, when both parties are touching the situation, in other words, I feel it and you feel it. The problem may start with me. I may be getting you to pray with me about my problem and I feel pain about this issue. And I talk to you about it. After, after talking about it, you feel my pain. As they say, do you feel me? Right? I'm touched with this problem, and you're touched by this problem. You feel it, and I feel it, okay? We're both touching it now. You're not just some disinterested party. What? You, something happened to you? Oh, oh, poor baby. Okay, what? Hold on, I'll be right back, okay? You know, no, no, no. Or it's not one of these, okay, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I'll be praying with you. Yeah, okay, don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll pray. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, right. No, it's not one of those. It's you've communicated the problem to me, and uh, I mean, you've had the problem first, and you communicated it to me, and I now am touched by it, and now we are agreeing on a solution, okay? Now, the Bible says, if the two of you shall, uh, it said that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching, all right, so we understand the touching part, now the agreement. If we have a problem with our body, and one person is, is thinking uh, or is praying God, God, the doctor's hand for surgery, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if the other person is praying, God completely heal them and they won't have need for surgery, that's a problem. That's not agreement. Let's agree on something. Where can we believe? Where, where can we join up? If we can't both believe, or let's just be honest, if we both can't believe in the supernatural power of God uh, for healing without surgery, then let's go pray here uh, for the doctor and the nurses. Lord, steady his hand in Jesus' name. Steady his hand in Jesus' name. Let's find the will of God in this area. Are you hearing me? Amen. Praise the Lord. So when you are praying for someone, uh, just listen to them talk. See where their faith level is. Okay? Now, whether we're believing for a complete manifestation of healing or, the, or being used by the doctors, both of these are legitimate faith. It's legitimate faith. One is not greater than the other. Okay? It ain't nothing but, uh, well, let me say it this way. There's nothing but devils and demons that try to assign a weight of glory between either one. You understand? They're both faith, and God is pleased with faith. Okay? So don't, don't let anyone belittle you where your faith is. 
You say, well, someone say, well, I believe God going, you know, going to pay, pay all my bills. So I'm going to sit here in my house. Another man says, well, I believe God for a job and he's going to take care of me. He's going to help me get a job. You know, don't belittle one or the other. Amen. All right. But there's some other things about that. But y'all get it right. Amen. All right. So let's go. Let's go on a little bit further. So he said in verse number 20, for where two or three are gathered to, together, you see that word together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Okay, here again, gathering together. Imagine that rope going down the middle of the church aisle, having our hands on that rope and everyone pulling, pulling. Let's pull together. In Deuteronomy, I love this as well, Deut- Deuteronomy, verse, uh, rather chapter 32 Verse 29 uh, through 31, it reads like this out of the NIV. It says, if only they were wise and would understand this and discern what their end will be. Verse 30, how could one man chase a thousand or two put 10,000 to flight unless their rock, capital R, had sold them? Talking about the Lord. You know, so it's possible with the leading and guidance, with the provision, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, when two people come together, they can be more effective. That's what it's saying here in essence. One can put a thousand a flight, you know, whether we're in spiritual warfare and going uh, against demonic powers, or this could be a thousand um, sort of problems or mount or mountainous situations, something that has that weight. One can do a thousand, but two, you would think two thousand, but no. The power of agreement is, is, is in multipli- multiplication, not addition. Two can put 10,000, one, a thousand, but two, 10,000 to flight, cause those demons to run, all those situations to move, okay, just by, just through the power of agreement, okay? One person can't do it alone, one person cannot do it themselves, but if two or three of us get together, then Jesus can be on the scene. And we want Jesus here. Amen? Amen. Amen. So there's power in agreement. Even when we're looking um, to my single brothers and sisters, that we're looking for potential mates or looking for, um, you know, looking for relationships, we need to find that agreement. Uh, being unequally yoked is not going to help the problem. If you just want, if you say, I'm lonely at home and I just, and, and I just want, uh, a warm body next to me well then go to Piggly Wiggly and get you a pack of meat put it in the microwave and sit it there if that's all you want is flesh to be with you but if you want a relationship someone a relationship then make sure that you are equally yoked hallelujah alright Amos chapter 3 verse 3 says can two walk together except they be agreed can two walk together except they be agreed? So I want you to see something. Agreement happens when we have a common goal. A common goal. You've come into the fellowship. The Lord sent you there in that fellowship. Then there should be something there. A common goal, a common vision, a, or a shared dream that we can all pull. We believe in the vision. We believe that Jesus spoke it. We believe that this is in order. We believe that this vision is divine. It is from God, and we take a hold of it, and we pull. I caution anyone to, to grab a hold of the rope if you're not committed to the vision, if you don't know it's from God. 
But when you know it's from the Lord, let's grab a hold of it and pull. And if we all pull together using our strength, then we'll, we'll see the vision progress. We'll see it come along. It's kind of like we're pulling a, a wagon and it has so much promise in it uh, from God. The Lord promises lots of stuff, but we've got to pull it on along. And every, every place we pull it, we see the manifestation of different things. We are stronger together than we are apart. We have to pull together as one united family under the banner of Jesus Christ. We must despise the, a separatist mentality. What does a separatist mentality say? A separatist mentality says, every man for himself is me, mine, and that's it. Or me, mine, or my foe, and no more. That's what that mentality says. You know, I'll, I get, I'll get mine and you get yours. But that is not kingdom thinking. That is actually the thinking of the world system. That's not God. The Lord tells us uh, to seek first the kingdom of God, not our own welfare. He says, seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness in all these things. Matthew six. And all these things will be added unto you. So if we're seeking after our own things, seeking after our, for our own life, for our own gratification, then, of course, that is a separatist mentality. That is a single-minded individual. That is not kingdom. That is not what God created. We are stronger together than we are apart. And this is one of the great tactics of the enemy is to divide the fold. If he can divide the home, divide the marriage, divide the church, then it becomes powerless. Jesus said when they accused him of uh, casting out devils, he said uh, in, in, show, in so many words, how can Satan's kingdom stand if Satan cast out Satan, if demons cast out demons? If I'm working for him and I cast him out, how can his kingdom stand? It cannot stand if the kingdom is divided. Okay, we cannot stand as a body, as a church, unless we are united together. As they say, united we stand, divided we, divided we fall. And that's the tactic of the enemy. If he wants, to, he wants to make things fall, then all he's got to do is divide. But together, we are an immovable force, an impossible force for Christ Jesus doing the impossible. Amen? Amen. All right. Uh, now, and uh, we can turn to John 5. I'm going to make this brief. John, the fifth chapter, John 5. And uh, I, I have it here. John 5. Read just, uh, just a little bit here as we begin to close. And as I say once again, let's pull together. Now, in John, the fifth chapter, John 5, 5. Of course, we know here that there was a man who had been... Uh, who, uh, was sick or had an infirmity for 38 years. Verse 6, uh, when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been long time, uh, been a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but, I, but while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man that was, rather, immediately the man was made whole and 
took up his bed and walked. And on the Sabbath day, rather, and the same day was the Sabbath. All right. So uh, let's let's see this, how there was a generation. I'm going to be very brief here. There's a generation here. This man represents represents a generation because he's not the only one. A generation of people that are just sitting and waiting on God to do something. That's what he did. Just sitting and waiting on God to do something. And if he was quick enough, he could be a part of it. Sitting and waiting on God to do something. But in actuality, Jesus was standing right there saying, rise and move. So there are two things now, and the Lord makes a shift here for us. There are two things we need to see. That there is a generation that sits and waits and does nothing. But then the Lord Jesus is telling that same generation, it's time to get up. It's time to move. Now, will we be a part of the ones that are just going to sit there and watch? Or will we rise and move? Rise and move. I am not content on just sitting and looking. That's not a part of my nature. It's not. I'm allergic to that. I'm allergic to it. I have to see something moving. I have to see something growing. We have to build. There's too much to be done. There are too many things that are that we need to do. There's too much vision. There's too much promise being left to us. I have to go out and get it. I have to go out and get it. Now, there is a certain time when the Lord says, stand still. And when he says, stand still, we stand still. But in that time, we would have done all we could do to stand. And then we're waiting and believing on the Lord. You can't tell me God is saying stand still when there's a whole field of, of corn out there still on the stalks. Stand still till I bringeth it into the, your moutheth. No, he's not going to pick it and then put it in your mouth. You got to go out there and get it. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? So now to that end. As we said before, in order for us to be together as a family, and I speak to those of you that are here tonight and those that are listening that God has called even to be a part of this fellowship. Now, there are some members that will come and be a part of the physical fellowship in this building. But then there are others that are very much members, uh, members that God has assigned to be here that are in other countries and other places, other other states. And you are as bound to this ministry as anyone that is here. You are, you are as part of us as those of us that are here. And our online community, our app community is growing every day. There is a kinship that is there. So I speak to you as well. And so, uh, again, we must have a common vision. Well, what is the vision of Kingdom Rock? What are we pulling? What's in our cart? First one, of course, is to exemplify the love of Jesus Christ. Right. That is to show love and accept the show the love and acceptance of Jesus Christ to each other and then to the lost, unloved and rejected of the world. Now, why do I why do I say we're going to show the love of God to each other really first? Because that's one of the commandments the Lord gave us. He said in John 13, uh, verse 35, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples by your love one for another. There must be love among the brethren first. 
You can't tell me, you can't tell the man out there in the world that you love him and you can't stand your brother in the church. What kind of backwards mentality is that? You want to invite somebody into the church when everybody's fighting and scheming and plotting and all that? Why? Why in the world would I want to come to that? I stay home and listen to my app too. Love, the love of God, the love of God and the acceptance of the spirit must begin with with us first. And then it can be on display for the world to see. Okay, so exemplifying the love of Jesus Christ starts here, starts with us, starts with each other first. Okay, and then that love is spread abroad uh, to the lost, the unloved and to the rejected, because there are a lot of people out there right now that just simply need the love of Christ. Okay, and we're going to do this, of course, through community involvement uh, with our with the food bank program. Amen. With our food bank program and with other things we're going to do in the community. Uh, but um, regularly here in the house of God, under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, just showing love one to another. Amen. Secondly, we're going to teach the word of God with understanding. That's also in our card to teach the word of God with understanding. All right. Well, let me back up for a second. Can we all agree to to pull on that rope because there's love involved there? Can we all say, well, I'll pull the love of God across. I'll pull the love of God. All right. And then the second thing is to teach the word of God with understanding. That is uh, through the preaching of the word, through uh, drama, through music through our uh, movie production studios. I speak those things that be not as though they were because they shall soon come to pass. Amen. Anyway, we can teach the word of God with understanding. We want to do it. Amen. Um, And of course, Proverbs 4, 7 says, and all you're getting, get understanding. So we just don't want to just spout out Bible verses. We want everything we do to have a meaning behind it so that people may better understand the word of God. Amen. Amen. Can we pull that? That's also in our card. Uh, The third thing is, of course, to proclaim the gospel to the world with what? With power and conviction. That is to display or rather that is to be displayed or this is to be displayed not only uh, through preaching, but do our, but through our day to day living. Okay. Proclaiming the gospel to the world. You proclaim the gospel to the world. Mothers, when you, uh, when you cook dinner for your families or fathers, when you help clean up around the house, praise the Lord. You know, when we love on our children, when we love our grandchildren, when we help the stranger, we are proclaiming the gospel of Christ. Are you hearing me? It's not just with the Bible in your hand and you're pointing at people and you got a microphone and you're doing things on a Wednesday night. You understand? What was the famous quote? Um, Preach the gospel as often as you can, but when necessary, use words. Don't ask me to repeat that. Okay, you understand? All right. Now. What do we need to accomplish the vision? What actually, let's, what actually do we need to pull that cart across? And we're, we're ending with that. Yes, we'll definitely need love. But let me, let me give you some, some practical things, some practical ways that we can display that love. What we need in the local fellowship. One, we need uh, regular attendance in the services. 
Praise the Lord. For those of you that are, uh, uh, that are in other areas that aren't able to make it here, but you know the Lord has attached you here, regularly pop open your app. Are you hearing? Reg- regularly go online to the website and get the word of God. It's important that you get the word of God, that you know what's going for. If you're going to miss a service, make sure you hear it. Hallelujah. See what God is saying. So that's the first thing. Uh, secondly, uh, prayer, fasting, and daily devotional times. Not only at church, but also at home. Amen. Have those regular times. Amen. Regular times of devotion. Regular times of prayer. Regular times of fasting. You say, well, I don't fast every week. Well, you may fast once a month or once every two months. But just make it regular. As regular as you can. Are you hearing me? Amen. All right. Uh, see, we're pulling. See, you help pulling when you when you come regularly or when you listen regularly. If you're online, you're pulling. You're helping to pull that across. What if nobody came? What if nobody listened? How far would the cart go? Wouldn't go too far. What if people came but we didn't pray? Oh my God, the devil to eat us all up. We didn't pray. We didn't fast. We didn't have our own personal devotional times talking to the Lord. None of us would know the Lord Jesus. How far would we go? Are you hearing me? Uh, third one is using your influence. That is invite others to church or invite them to the website. Invite them to uh, share in the app or even uh, give a CD to someone. You know, you're helping to pull. You're helping to pull. If you're not, if you're not able to come to the local fellowship here, uh, but I would, would definitely advise all of you, uh, advise all of you that are listening, uh, plan a vacation around coming uh, to the motherland. Uh, that didn't sound right. To the church, praise the Lord. If you're in New York or if you're in uh, Washington, we have a lot of people that are from China. Plan a trip over. We love to shake your hand. We love to hug your neck. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh, send an email and uh, so that we can commune with you and contact you. We would love to do that. Amen. Amen. All right. But if you are able uh, to come to the church, then you come. But those of us that are here in the house, what should we do? You should invite at least two people a week. Let me back that up. Invite 20 people a week to church. We say, whoo, that's a lot of people. Okay. Invite 10 people to church. Who is a lot of people? Invite five people to church. Hmm. Invite two. Just invite two people to church a week. If we did that consistently and those two people came every week, wow, we would double or triple in size. Okay, use your influence. Use your influence to invite others to church. Just two, two a week. All right? Invite them to the website. Tell them about the website. Tell them about the app if they have a smartphone. Fourth thing, uh, we need you to use your talent and your gifts and your skill. See, that's helping to pull as well. Are you hearing me? Amen. So one, we're coming to church. We're pulling. We got, you know, we're pulling. The pulling. For two, we are fasting. We are praying for the, for the congregation, praying for each other, you know, praying for the move of the spirit. We're pulling, right? We're pulling. We're pulling. The third thing is we're using our influence to invite others here. We're pulling, aren't we? We're pulling. What if we were coming to church? We're all praying, but nobody's inviting anybody. Same old faces. I love y'all faces, but let's see somebody new. Right? We eventually get discouraged and say, well, nobody's coming. Right? So we need that, right? 
All right, what if we're praying and fasting and, and uh, we're coming to church regularly, regularly, we're inviting people, but nobody uses their gifts, talents, or skills, or abilities? Well, we just have to look at the pastor, you know, or look at those that come up regularly, but no one else gets a chance to do anything. How far would that go? Let's kill them. Let's kill the pastor. Let's just drain him every week. Get on up there. Do it. You know, but there's more people with skills, talents, gifts, and abilities than the pastor, right? Uh, than the song leader. Sister April, there are more. There are more of us. So here again, if we all use our gifts, talents, and abilities, we're doing what? We're pulling. We're pulling. We're pulling. Okay? All of us got something that we can do. And say, well, I can't do nothing. Can you pick up a broom and sweep? Amen. Come on, we're pulling. Can you open up a box of food and put it on the food line? Can we pull? Can we pull? Well, there's something that all of us can do. Yes. Amen. Can we stand at the door with a smile and greet people? There's something that everybody, everybody can do Amen. something. Amen. Say, yes. I have a gift of praying. Well, come on early and lay hands on these seats and ask God to fill them. Amen. There's something that all of us can do. And we're doing what? Pulling. We're doing what? Pulling. And we're pulling. We're pulling. We're pulling. Fifth thing is financial support uh, in tithes and offerings. What are we doing? We're pulling. All right. So what if we all regularly attended the church? Woo-hoo. We all fasted and prayed, had good daily devotion. We all know Jesus. Praise the Lord. We all use our influence to invite people. Praise the Lord. People are coming. We're having our time. We're giving our, of our, of our uh, talent and our gifts and skills. And we're in church and the lights go off. <laughs> Somebody use the bathroom, but we can't flush the toilet because we can't pay the water bill. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Uh, forget Internet. Forget all that because we can't afford the computers. They're going to repo the computers. They're going to take them. They're going to take them back. Can't upload anymore and all that because you can't pay the phone bill anymore. Uh, I'm one of y'all talking to me. So as we give of, as we give of our financial support through tithes and offerings, if everybody does that, it makes it a whole lot easier to pull. And we have major projects coming up, lighting and screen projection, and we want to launch out uh, into the Apple market. And praise God, that's going very nicely, by the way. Launching out into the Android market, launching out into the iPads, and launching out on television and getting the word of God out there, showing people the love of Jesus Christ, having community outings. Uh, when we do the back to school programs and having the big jumpy things so that I can jump, I'm sorry, so the children can jump in it, <laughs> giving away the free hot dogs and all these things that cost some moolah, right? And I can't stand special offerings. I gave once. Don't bring up another offering container. I really don't want that. But if we all, if we all, 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 all grab that rope and pull then there'll be money need there'll be money the money that's needed will be there Amen. hallelujah Amen. if we do that and the sixth thing is sixth thing is simply be committed to all of the above Amen. if we do that 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 invisible rope is going down the aisle if we say well I'll do one but I'm not doing the others we're hurting if someone say well I'll do two and three or four and five but I'm not doing the others we are hurting Right. But if we just grab that rope, everybody just grab that rope in those areas and pull. I'm telling you, the world won't be able to stop us. 
all the kingdoms of the world will rock with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I wonder anybody get what I just did right there. Jesus will establish his kingdom on the rock. Hallelujah. Just think of what, what the Lord has accomplished in just a few of us with just a short period of time. Just a short period of time. The things that have been done over a short period of time. And I'm going to tell you more later on Sunday because I, I love numbers. I love telling you numbers. The Lord's not in, we're not into the numbers game, but every number represents a soul, represents a person. Somebody we are touching and it, it represents how we are uh, fulfilling the vision, proclaiming, going forth. Our, our drama production from Sunday, wasn't that wonderful? Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that was wonderful. Uh, our drama production has, um, has more hits than any of our sermons on there. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm not jealous, Brother Dion. I'm not jealous. I'm just stating the fact. Praise the Lord. So if that is what the world needs to hear, because there was a wonderful message behind it. If that is what they will need to hear, if, if, if that's how we can go, hey, look over here, look over here. And I put on the bottom of the screen, visit kingdomrock.org. Get some word. If that's what they need, then we'll give them that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And uh, we'll do that and a whole lot more, uh, even through songs. I want to produce some songs, praise the Lord. Get Sister April's beautiful voice and, and record, some, record some songs, some singing. Praise the Lord. We can do that. We can do that. We want to see more dance productions. Praise the Lord. We got some wonderful dancers in here. Praise God. Me included. No, not really. I, I, I busted. I busted, sister. I busted up. You know, but but there is something that we all can do when we get ready to do our movie productions. We're going to need people. You say, well, I won't be in front of the camera, but can you help cook lunch for us? Or can you help set up the sets or the designs? You know, there's plenty for everybody to do. But let's all do what? Come on, talk to me. Let's all do what? Let's all pull together. And as we do that, oh, my God, what will we see? I pray for the word of God tonight. We are done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, those of you that are here tonight and those of you that are listening by way of CD, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, we're going to say this short prayer together. And I pray that if you pray this prayer sincerely, the Lord will hear you and he will answer you. So if everybody here, would you, would you stand with us at this time? And we're going to invite our Savior in our hearts because he loves us. And he is not here to condemn us. He's not here to embarrass us. He loves you. He loves you. And he does not want distance to be between you. So, would you repeat with me? Would you pray with me? And just say, Father, I come to you admitting that I have done wrong. I have sinned and I have fallen short of your glory. But I've heard that you're a loving God and that you will forgive me. So now I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. And I confess Jesus as my master, my Lord, and as my savior. 
Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Live in me. I accept you. And I thank you for accepting me. Now fill me with your precious spirit. I thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember, if you would like to hear more about our ministry, just log on to kingdomrock.org. That's kingdomrock.org.